Welcome to Amuna is our future challenge inspired. This is a real episode of Amuna is our future series. We're very excited to be together on this special time during the weeks leading up to Hanukkah. We're now less than a month starting yesterday already 30 days before the festival of Hanukkah, the festival of lights. So we're hoping that the inspiration and energy is already there available inside of us. We appreciate you joining us again back in Jerusalem. We are not in our studio for different reasons. And uh, we hope the next week, next Monday, we should be back in the studio. We have the opportunity to be together in Miami and New York online and in person. It was an awesome monitor. It was inspirational and I would recommend as part of this class to go check out all those special classes from Rav Shalom Arashlita. He is our host on this platform. We appreciate everything that he gives to us, especially the time he gave in Miami, New York. And we want to thank specifically all our hosts, our kind hosts, our amazing inspirational hosts that gave us the opportunity to create such a tour that hopefully has left people with a lot of inspiration, a lot to think about and pray about, to really be blessed in their lives, in their family, their friends, and hopefully they also came away with some books and pamphlets and opportunities to really reconnect to the Rav's light in person, to be able to sit next to him and travel with him and be part of the meetings, all those special, special meetings with people, and to also have meals together, travel in the car, all the different situations. We have to really thank Hashem for the opportunity to be with such a person in our generation in 2021. With all the different challenges that we're facing, this is a special class of challenge inspired. Because the Amuna is our future catalogue, is thank God, has reached a point where it's grown. We have the podcast listeners, and just being in New York, many of the people there told me that they're listening on a daily, weekly level, and that's with a lot of appreciation to them. People are interested in uh, giving feedback here. It always makes a big difference in sharing the links. The main point of the class is to give us some tools to be strong at a time of challenge. One of the challenges that happened literally 10 minutes before the class start, it was as we were starting, I got a call from the studio that Rav Oresh will not be able to attend on Sunday because he has a big event. And we are probably gonna go live, and if not live, at least record tomorrow at 6.30 at the studio. There is an issue that um, Rav Daniel God um, is still waiting on his results to be able to come out of quarantine. And we also have another challenge there as well of um, Rav Rav Cohen, Baruch Hashem just had a baby, and is also in a situation where he might not be able to attend. And Liron Mazur, um, who was meant to be our special guest on Sunday, he was not able to be there tomorrow. So we're going to have to delay that class with Liron Mazur of Soulful Money for another time. That was a challenge that suddenly came my way just before we started now. And that is part of the flow that we are, are in this time 
for most people in the world are going through a challenging time. And the key is now how to develop tools instead of wanting to avoid those challenges or escape them or pretend they're not happening or to not even put yourself in a position of seemingly challenge. As someone wisely said to me last night, I was out with the family and they said to me, not putting yourself in a situation of challenge is actually the biggest challenge of all. Trying to avoid everything can lead to even worse challenges because the tendency is if you're not in a position as Gedalia Fenster wisely discusses in his classes and also mentioned when we were there in Miami, that when you're you know, in a situation of comfort seemingly or lack of risk or pushing yourself but not pushing yourself enough into places of, of opportunity, then there's definitely a lot of other things waiting in in the way. And that's why, you know, he has his detox and rehab center. He sees on a daily level all the effects of not being able to be focused and have daily challenges and opportunities. It can actually lead to much more difficult moments in life. So we all are aware of this and we have to join together on a weekly level to strengthen. One of the opportunities I give you every time we hopefully me is to sign up to my bi-weekly course United Souls with Paul VEDU and there I'm discussing practical tools how to be in an interactive level where we can discuss through Zoom how to really strengthen ourselves and one of the points that came up and I can't go through them all you'll have to join us on the course the link is below in the description we always keep the links below that the idea of building a mission statement and goals and dreams is something really profound and important, especially right now, as we mentioned at the beginning, we're 30 days before Hanukkah, we're in the Parshish of Chai Sara, now heading towards Toldus. We've just gone through the special Parshish we mentioned in the previous Amunah's Our Future class in Jerusalem, where we were going on the tour with Lech Lecha and Avram Ravina's special light, and Sari Meinu, and as it says in the Rambana Kodesh, the idea of Maisa Ovas, Simon Lebonim, that whatever happens in the Torah is impacting us right now. So what we're reading right now in the Parshas of Avraham, Sarah, and then we're already in this week's Parsha, Yitzhak and Rivka, and now the children of them, of Yaakov and Esau, and we already dealt with Yishmael in the previous Parsha, and we are in a position where we have the ability to learn from our fathers and mothers, as we just saw in the video from Avorish by the Machpelah, by the place, the burial grounds in the uh, Hebron, which is a, a double covered place based on the fact that all our holy Avos, except for, um, well, and Imos, except for Rochlemenu, are buried there. We have Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, Sarah, Rivka, Leah, all buried there, and Rochel is buried in Beit Lechem, as we've discussed, because we just had the Yotzai as well. So we have the energy of all our forefathers and foremothers, they're all here with us giving us that insight for our generation. The way I explained it to Rav Dain Elgrad on the tour, we're having a Shabbos together based on a special Torah that I saw from Moshe Wolfson, Shlita should be well, in this beautiful Kuntrasim of Amunah Sitecha. He talks about how right now, when you have Amunah in the times, it really is a real Amunah. The Torah is real. It's impacting our life right now for all of us right now. It's not just a... stories from before, and Rav Arsh says this many times, that the Torah is not just stories, it's, it's for our life right now. The challenges that we're facing right this moment are 
in the Torah and getting the strength we need to be able to overcome them. Like we have the Kedis Yitzchak, that Avram and Yitzchak went, and it was a, really an experience of what we'll be going through right now, the end of days. Everything that Avram and Yitzchak went through, through the offering of Yitzchak, is impacting our life right now. And everything in this week's Pasha told us with Yaakov Avinu, and specifically the, the Pasha is more over this month, so when you read the Pasha, you're getting an inspiration, an influx of light for each day of the week, and especially on Shabbos when you bring it all together, the seven days, that all climaxes with the, with the Kriya Satoyer, when we read the Torah and the seven Aliyahs, the seven Pashas come together and give us that inspiration and clarity of every day of the week that just was, and all the people that get called up, it's all divine providence, who gets called up, which soul, which name, and all the people in the shul and everything is exactly how it's supposed to be, the way the souls are set up right now in this generation. And we're experiencing this week with Yaakov and Esau and the battle between the two brothers to get the blessings and to, to fulfill those blessings. And that, that is something which Yaakov, we saw Yaakovinu, is that extra clarity of how he honored his mother and how he was a person of truth, a person of consistency. Yosheh Vaholim, he was always in the tents of Torah and he was Tamim and Vashem. These kind of attributes, these aspects that for our generation right now to be a person of truth is a very big achievement. Like we learned Avram and Sarah's Rosh Tevis, Emes and Sholem. We talked about that a few weeks ago. The idea of this truth and peace being the guiding light. So Yaakov is when it starts to manifest in its completion. Yaakov is a person which he was at one point called, and we'll see that in the coming parshas. But he was called tremendous, uh, you know, names of of God, and also in terms of becoming one with with Hashem through the Yisrael, becoming a new level of Yaakov from the Yud Akev, from being a person of hill, which Esau was grabbing on hill to come to that level of of Roshli, of Yisrael. We're going to talk about that. These are coming attractions. We're going to get inspiration from our forefathers and foremothers and how Rivka was dedicated to make sure that Yaakov got the blessing in this week's Pasha, that our mother was able to really initiate that process of building her son the person who was chosen to continue on the path of truth from Avram Yitzhak Yaakov through to Yisrael, through the Bnei Yisrael, through all the different tribes, all the way down to our generation right now. And we're at the end of the generation with the Akev. We are the hill skin like Yaakov, Yud Akev. We're this, this Yud that's come all the way down to the hill skin of the Adamelion, of this completion historical version of mankind of humankind excuse me and we are all part of this journey all the way down to the driest part of the feet of this in the spiritual body of humankind we are part of that desensitized dark place right now but really the whole body stands on us and the whole of creation rests on us and the whole purpose of creation is for our generation just to do one thing just to choose God to choose Amuna to have that strength to overcome the challenges that we're faced with as I said just before I started the challenge was now what's going to be of our Amuna class so we're going to announce hopefully you know, a, a new rescheduled one with Laurent Mazur. We're going to also we'll make the best of whatever class we end up having with Rav Orish for this coming Sunday. The previous Sunday we weren't able to because Rav Dinagod for sure was in quarantine. And we also, um, thank God, you know, we I was meant to be in London and that was cancelled because the family there had corona. And, you know, thank God they're coming out now. We still dedicate this class to the full healing of my mother, Hanalibe Bas Simcha. She's still recovering and she should recover quickly. 
and also to full shlema of of Tila Rivka Vasmasha and Baruch Hashem for the many different challenges we're all going through on a in a real way. You know, I can't obviously go personal, but what I will say is that from the Munator, I got a lot of encouragement. One from all the people that are dedicated to the path of Amunah that no matter what they're going through, and people do come to the meetings, obviously it's all private and will be kept that way, but people are going through a lot of personal struggles, a lot of financial struggles and emotional struggles and spiritual struggles, and it's the challenges are huge. And with everything that's gone on this last two years, in fact, once again, my, my parents, I haven't yet seen any of their grandchildren in face for over two years almost, and it just, you know, as time goes on, it's like mind-boggling, boggling. even though apparently now they're opening up the borders, at least on some level. So there is some hope, a ray of hope with this whole challenge with Corona, that, you know, things are improving. And the fact our own tour went without any glitches, we were able to get all the different tests we needed and travel through to Miami, through to New York, back to Eretz Israel, back to the Holy Land without any issues, thank God. Find there's some in quarantine, some are not, thank God. Me personally, I wasn't. So thank God everyone's in their own personal situation, depending on you know where they hold with this and that, without getting into specifics. But the challenge is to remain inspired with all this. <laughs> the point is to realize the challenge is what should inspire us. I'm not holding on this level, and this is what I spoke about in my course. I'm not there yet, but together, by discussing it, by working on it, by growing on this, we can actually realize the challenge is what's going to inspire us. Rather than looking for escape routes, rather than looking for ways out, rather than looking for changing your address and changing your friends and changing your clothes and changing this and changing that, and all these external ways of manifesting what you're trying to do in your life, just realize the challenge itself is there to inspire you. It's there to help you grow the most. The people in your life around you are really there to help you become the best you. You know, when you're having a hard time, interpersonal relationships with your family members, with your loved ones, realize that those challenges are inspirational. They're there to inspire you to become a better person. They're there to, for you to really dig deep and to pray in a sincere way with a broken heart for their Yeshua's, for their salvations, for their healing, whatever they're lacking. You know, as a father, you have responsibility to be a husband and to be a parent. And, and there's a lot of that responsibility challenges that come with that. But realize that that's inspirational. To be a father is a blessing. To be a husband is a blessing. To be a wife is a blessing. To be a mother is a blessing. To be a spouse, to, to have children, to be a child, to have parents alive and healthy. All these different situations that require um, energy and focus to be able to develop the relationships with those people are opportunities for us to become better people. To realize that the beginning of the Torah is filled with stories of family because the, the interpersonal relationships between Avram and, and Sarah and between their children with Yitzhak and Rivka and Yaakov and this week's part of Yaakov and Esav and these are all part of what human reality is that we have these relationships it makes us different to all of the other parts of creation that all the different other parts of creation they might have physically uh, of all these different aspects of relationships but they're not able to bring it out in a verbal sense as the as we know, as the famous Kazari brings down, that Yisrael and, and humanity have the power of, of Debo, of speech, 
And as Ravorish was talking throughout the Amunator in Miami and New York, the power of speech is the key to the game because that's what Amunabod, that we bring out our Amunah, that we bring out our relationship with God, we bring out our relationship with life. And that challenge that's now in front of us is now causing us to communicate more with our loved ones, communicate more with the people in our life, the employees. Like personally, I really try to minimize my amount of phone calls and interactions with people generally. Obviously during the Munitor I was I was flooded, but I had to filter out, at least on some level, and I apologize once again to anyone that missed out of meeting with the Rav or the communication, you know, we just missed each other, some one or two people didn't make the events because somehow they didn't get the information. We did try to advertise as much as possible and all our hosts advertised, thank God, and all the events were well attended. But I'm just saying that if there was someone who missed for whatever reason, I apologize. But being a human being, I also have to make my own boundaries. I need to be able to sleep at night. And in the monitor, there was like an hour or two sleep. And also, I need to make sure the Rav has his time for and one of the things that you know we'll point out. And as we're going to go for the next few weeks, there's a lot of parts of the monitor which you know you don't see in the videos um, when Rav Orish is speaking. But what I was meritorious to see, being the manager of the tour, I was able to see how Rav Orish on a daily level, how much it meant to him in a real way, in the most deep, important way, just as much as you and me need to go eat and do other things like to take care of our body. The Rav, Rav Oresh, Rav Shalom Oresh Shlita, he was completely focused on making sure he did his hour of his bodidus every day and half an hour of prayers of mysterious nefesh for Am and for people of the world to really pray with devotion for the love of all people. He was busy with that every day no matter what our schedule was we had to make that hour and if it wasn't able to do it in the middle of the night which one of the most beautiful moments for me was watching him in Miami by in Gedalia Fenster's home this beautiful home on the bay there in this quiet bay and it was we just arrived and you know we were all a bit jet lagged that Friday night and I come out and the Rav is like hands in the air at two three in the morning and he's praying and he's walking back and forth peacefully, praying as one of his sons joins him, starts praying as well, doing his bodhidus. And you're seeing how he's bringing alive all the things we talk about in the classes. He's doing it. He's bringing it to reality. So that full hour of prayer and that full half an hour. Now, but what happens at night, he wasn't able to because we got back as time went, as the schedule went on, sometimes two in the morning, you know, five towns. We did a, a podcast with the Meaningful People podcast, amazing podcast, going to be coming your way. Recommend watching that. I mean, even the episodes till then are really worth watching, but it's going to be a really special one with Rav Shalom Morish, and we appreciate Nachi and uh, Yaakov Langer, both of them, giving us that opportunity to have a meeting together in Cedarhurst. But what it meant is we came back at like two, three in the morning and same when we did, you know, the different classes like Thank You Hashem, also two, three in the morning, the Lighthouse Project, one, two, three in the morning. Everything was really late wherever we were, New York, Miami. And we then needed to get up for Nate's and the next schedule we had like Shirim in the morning and meetings and people we needed to visit. So all that meant that the Rav by that point would have like two, three hours to sleep and being a human being, he needs to sleep. So Therefore, this bodhidus wasn't always able to be fully done. Maybe did the half an hour, the hour. I didn't exactly know what, what, yeah, what not. But basically, meant one once in a while in the day when we had all these meetings and it was packed and people were asking for more and more. And I had to unfortunately say no and apologize again. But we had to make that space in the day somehow for an hour and still make it to where we were having our 
our dinner with the uh, you know the hosts in Chazak or wherever it was in different parts of New York and New York is not like Miami where we can just drive you know half an hour down the road New York was like an hour an hour and a half drive depending on where we had to go if we went to Queens or Five Towns or when we went to uh, to Staten Island so the point is that these these uh, hour and half an hour of Hispodolus for Avorish these were the priority this is what mattered to him and it was amazing to watch and then obviously giving the classes also another priority the two main things that the Rav really cared about is sharing a Munah and living a Munah, to actually pray to Hashem, pray to God, to use the power of speech, to bring God into this world through speech and take the challenges of life and turn it into prayer. Take the difficulties and turn it into opportunities to connect to our Creator. That's really the nimshal, the inner, the panemius, the inner understanding of everything we're going through is just to create that relationship with God. That's what it's all for. It's not a torture chamber. Like we were, we were talking about it in our United Souls course. So we, we often create our own torture chambers. Like we're torturing ourselves with our thoughts and with our, our actions. Like we're creating a lifestyle that's torturous for ourselves. We have the power of choice. God gave us this gift called choice. And we can choose what to think about, what to speak about, what to do with our time. At least on most of the time, we have that ability to choose. I hear them, there are moments where we're in a situation where it's very clear there's only one thing that can be done in that situation. But majority of the time, we can choose. And we can choose God. We can choose Amuna. We can choose to be inspired. We can choose to accept the challenge that's in front of us and to use it as an opportunity to grow rather than constantly waste energy on fighting the challenges or escaping the challenges or or God forbid, going through the challenge but doing it with sadness, God forbid, or, or you know, sort of, as my wife always calls it, like cutless, small-mindedness, you know, we have to go through the challenges with a certain inspiration. Like, you know, one of the things for me also is keeping up with the content. I want to make sure during the three weeks, the last three weeks with the Munitor and the After Effects, that there was still content, constantly putting out some positive Torah and Amuna classes every day on our Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and now thank God finally getting to TikTok and all the other platforms available, the Muna podcast and we have our, thank God we have our blog platform now for the Muna podcast and we also have my own podcast, Relationship Flow, put down below, very important content about relationships and keeping going no matter what, keeping strong, it's all a very similar theme right now, having that strength to manifest our goals, our dreams, our mission statement, our purpose in the world, to have the strength to not get pushed down by challenges, rather seeing the challenges as just opportunities to achieve our goals, make sure our goals are consistent with, with in, and constantly revise, revise them, review them, go over our goals, that they fit the reality of our, of our situation so we can experience life in a fulfilled way, in a happy way. That's what the point that Gedalia was saying, that by being more fulfilled, we will have more inspiration and we'll have more joy and we'll enjoy life. And I see that by Ravosh, that he knows he's fulfilling his purpose. So he has a Simcha Sechayim. He has a joy of life. We were trying to work out how to translate Simcha Sechayim. How do you translate Simcha Sechayim? Anyone out there? Simcha Sechayim. Anyone know? David Moshe, the son of the Rav, is discussing it with me. Rav Dainel Grad, back and forth. The joy of life is probably the best one we came up with. If anyone's got a better definition, happiness, fulfillment, how to how experience Simcha Sachayim, the gift of life, 
This is something which all Avram Yitzhak Yaakov saw Rivka Rochaleh, they all had some chesachayim. It's clear from the Torah they were energized people. They were not people in in depression or, or, or anxiety or any of these kind of negative things. They were not sitting in rehab or detox. They were energized. And now, say you're in such a situation, so now start choosing now. Don't allow yourself to say, but I've spent all this time in my life till now in a darker place and I wasn't choosing joy and I wasn't choosing everything I needed. No, right now, this is the point, one of the most powerful Torahs of Rabbi Nachman, Achshav, yeah, Atta, Ma'ata Adalam. Now is the moment to choose. Thank you for the positive feedback here. I see people are saying hello, Baruch Hashem. I love that Simcha Sechayim, joy of living. Yes, you have to enjoy life. Thank God. Now, you know, one of the things to look forward to with Hanukkah coming is there's a lot of tours, a lot of opportunities of energy and, you know, Nissan Black's going to be going on tour. Thank God. Hopefully that'll work out. I'll be able to do all his wonderful gigs and I'm arranging a little bit, parts of it. Thank God. Maybe I'll even travel a little bit. We'll see. We're waiting to see what's going to be with that. But the, there's also the opportunity to do our Toronto Amuna class. That's the 14th, 15th online. We get to do a tour, a, a preparation for Hanukkah, a Muna class for the Toronto community and to meet with them um, for at least two days, be able to discuss with their community, with Rav Arish, and meet on Zoom and people can discuss that and the links will obviously how to contact us and get that happening is already on the flyer which we posted on our platforms a bunch of times and if you go to the uh, podcast platform it's there, the flyer's there. Someone wrote here on Facebook, what happened to not having a state before the coming of Mashiach? Yes, there's a good question. And that is something which, you know, Siddiquim, righteous people have discussed in depth. And it's not for my, my abilities to say this way or that way. But uh, yes, we do have a state, a seeming state of affairs <laughs> living here, thank God. And all the different challenges of living in a state before Mashiach comes. It's not the full, you know, picture of what you know, the living in the Holy Land will be when Mashiach comes. Um, some say it's a preparation for Mashiach. Some say it's holding back Mashiach. There's different opinions about this. And in the end, yes, someone's now getting a bit political here. We try to keep away from politics. So whoever's posting, please, like, just keep it positive. We don't want to, like, get into, you know, offending anybody or even though there are issues that need to be discussed. Yes, for the website and podcast, you just go down to the description and you'll see all the links there. Someone asked kindly, it's in the post there, the links to the podcast, the links to the website, there's, Brez, there's Breslov.com, B-R-E-S-L-E-V.com, which is all our, our, our classes are generally posted there. Um, there's Imunalive.com for the latest classes of Rav Oresh and what we're doing online as tours. And also we have all the podcasts, me personally, my, my podcast, which I've come together with all the different links below. You just check it out, Chaim. Right, remember, in Israel, we're already saying, we're bringing down the Geshmei Bracha, the, the Shefa, the Divine Abundance, we've talked about this, and that in itself, to be able to make a living, can be a challenge, but that's one of the reminders we have, to remember prayer is a big key to success in Panasa, to pray to God, to open up the gates in Shemayim, 
that there should be Shafa, to give respect to the ones in, around us, that gives love, that brings a lot of, of vessels and Shafa, the Shalom is a klimatic brocha, that by having Shalom, by having peace with people, that breaks a vessel for the blessings to come. So we have to really go in that way, and the same with, you know, dealing with these kind of questions that someone mentioned in the Facebook, just to go back to it, the idea of, you know, the situation in the world, and politically, and with all the different outlooks of what's happening, you know, the reality is, rather than, you know, trying to push away what has become the, the reality that we live in a state called Israel. And here someone says, Shalom for upstate New York. Yes, we were just there. I hope we got to see you when we were in New York. But living in the state of Israel, you know, there is a lot of challenges and obviously nothing was, you know, uh, was perfect in its formation and its continuation. And we do pray every day for Mashiach but the idea of the Messiah. But the key is to tune into the path of Amunah is that well, now we're here and we're in this reality, even if it's like not seemingly come in the easiest way, but we're in this challenge, like we said before, the challenge is now to be inspired anyway. As well, I was remember with Ravosh, I brought someone who is a successful business person in Miami and he wanted to get a blessing whether to come live here or not. And the Rav just kept saying to him, there's so much Shefa, so much blessing in the Holy Land. And if you come live here, it wasn't saying specifically about the state of Israel, but just to live in the Holy Land. The idea of living in this place is a tremendous divine abundance coming down for everyone here. Even though it seems, and I'll ask forgiveness to Hashem and publicly, if I'm ever like in a situation of like not feeling so happy about what's been going on, in uh in the holy lands you know with the current politics and with the whole corona challenge and everything that's happened and economically there seems to be challenges and not just here but globally all these kind of things are challenges that are coming our way currently as we're speaking the opportunity is for us to tune into the path of divine abundance the path of umuna where shem god is beyond all the politics and beyond all the all the media outlets and beyond all the realities of daily life and god himself can bring a pipeline of sustenance to each person without any boundaries as as we say the shem's pouring on us this tremendous abundance on us it's just up to us to open ourselves to this light that comes down daily and this abundance of blessing for us for ourselves for our family for all the people of the world we want to bring down this kind of abundance now we've got shalom from um as we said upstate new york Baruch Hashem is already more than double my panasa wow amazing more sadaka yes and if anyone wants to partner moonalive.com there's a link there to partner for our classes in fact i'm listening right now for my new job yes very nice okay should be successful your new job and I appreciate, uh, this is Rabbi Yosef David, appreciate him being so vocal and it's a blessing. All the people that reach out, especially without the politics, it just makes such a difference. So it's been a long class, uh, we're already 30 minutes in, and to be able to accept the challenges, to do them with inspiration. It's the idea of Moshe Rabbeinu said to Yeshua, Yeshua said to the Jewish people, to the world, Rak Chazak Nyamat, should only be with strength and courage. That's how we have to face every challenge we have to live inspired and no matter what's going to be in the next few weeks let's hope the toronto class thank god goes ahead unlike this sunday we're having to change the time and the ramazor will reschedule and what's going to be with hanukkah and all the opportunities that come thank god and hopefully with all the different realities of being able to see family and friends during this still continued challenging time 
we should be blessed to have the inspiration to see the challenge as an opportunity to come closer to our, to our truth, our purpose in this world, to come closer to our Creator, to come closer to our loved ones, to realize that these challenges are giving us opportunities to really find our voice, our inner voice, our true soulful voice, our united souls, to tune into the reality that we're all really united in one purpose, to bring this world to a place of a dwelling of godliness. And that will solve all the political challenges that are out there, will solve all the, the emotional pain and difficulties people going through, all the merit, marriage issues that go on, all the lack of Kedusha, holiness and Tahara and purity, all the distractions. It, by bringing godliness, bringing divine presence into the world, we get clarity what to do with our time, we understand we have a certain Ruch HaKodesh, as Moshe Weimer was talking about, through doing a spot of this by talking to Hashem, it purifies our heart, gives us ability to be receptive to the, our divine calling in the world. And this is something which will give us strength and inspiration to overcome all our challenges together. So on that note, we'll come together, we'll get the blessings as we saw from Yaakov beautiful blessings this week's Pasha, to told us to bring it down to all the generations right now, to our time right now, to the time just before Mashiach comes himself, and or, or the, for the concept of Mashiach to become revealed in the world, the idea of the death of Hashem, to know Hashem, to know godliness, to know our purpose, to know our, our reason to etra, to have clarity of purpose in this world. It will give us fulfillment and joy. Simcha Zachayim, happy days. Have a wonderful Shabbos coming up and enjoy it. Bring that light into your family, into your business, into your homes. And I can't wait to join you in the Kimming Thicker Week. As we say in Yiddish, we should be able to come together the Kimming Thicker in Parshas and Vietza Yaakov. We're going out to a new, a new opportunity of, of building our, our homes, our families, this is the future, this is what, what Amunah's our future is about, and to do it with inspiration, Amen. Thank you. Please share on. Thank you very much.